Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina, board certified psychiatrist in South Florida. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey, 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 good evening, caller. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. Awesome. So, you know, you and I have spoken previously, but um, I decided to record tonight's call because you have some juicy stuff, man. The women need to hear from you and some of your experiencing experiences out here on the dating scene. <laughs> ah, I don't know if they really want to hear this, but here we go. <laughs> yeah, nah, they need all this juice. <laughs> so I know we've spoken about a couple of things previously, and I kind of want to, I want you to go backward for a little bit for me. So let me pull up a couple of my notes. Cause you know, I just, I, I kept notes. I kept notes. We do the little coaching sessions and, um, I try to keep that information near. So you're single. We'll start with that. Yes. Very and are you in your thirties, your forties, your fifties? 40s okay and so um hmm I sort of I want to say what part of the the country you're in so people can get some appreciation and understanding because I think dating in different cities and states I think it varies I mean overall some of the some of the stuff the baggage is the same but I I find that dating can be different from city to city I uh, I agree with that because the dating pool is definitely different here in the area I live in, which is South Florida. Okay. Okay. So you have, we spoke previously, you and I, about a lineup. You have a lineup, right? Yeah. Lineups definitely changed since the last time we've spoken. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you got some new juice. <laughs> um, I wouldn't. I have new juice because the lineup is very new so I don't think I've I don't think I have much to really share about the um the lineup that I have now um the previous lineup was way more juice this lineup is like kind of dry because still okay <laughs> so 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 let's review the last lineup real just very briefly because you had some whew, some interesting characters in that last lineup man mm-hmm. Uh, there was the dude with uh, the liar. I think I would call him the liar. Would you call him a liar? The misrepresenter, you know, oh yeah, I'm going to come through. Let's make plans to get together. He was in another okay. state. Um, I guess, um, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think it's politically correct to call someone crazy, but I, I would call him crazy more than a liar. Very, no, delusional, delusional. That would be mm-hmm. word for him. delusional. You know, delusional is like, a, that's a pathological term. So, <laughs> delusional would make him mentally ill. That's exactly what he is, though. Really? Yes. Did he admit to you that he had some mental illness or mental yeah, health? Eventually, he did after he um, proceeded to make plans on several occasions to actually fly down from Atlanta to see me. And um, after the third lie, um, he um, finally admitted that 
that was the reason why he really couldn't make any of these moves that he kept promising. Mm. So he had definite delusion of, de, what is it, delusion of grandeur? Is that mm-hmm. is the term? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That was definitely him. Um, so yeah, he did admit that he had cold word anxiety with a little bit of depression, but really those are cold words to me for like, you're probably bipolar. <laughs> because if you as an adult at the age he is, which is like um, damn near 40, and you have been experiencing all of these things to the point where you've been on medication. And he also expressed to me that he had been on meds and he decided to take himself off and then he had an episode. So like I said, to me, that just sounds like you just uh, are all the way off. It just couldn't just be that. I don't know, but that's how I felt um, just based on how he handled things. It was just like, go, 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 go. And then stop, I wouldn't hear from him. And then it'd be, I'm talking to you all the time. And then you'd be gone again. Hmm. But um, it would be gone for just like maybe a day or two. Um, But then this particular time, which was the last time he made the promise that he had booked the flight and he was coming down here, he just disappeared completely. Like there was almost a whole week that we hadn't spoken. And um, I sent him a voice note. And that's when he finally responded to tell me that he is all of these things, which is like, you know, the fact that he's been on meds, he took himself off the meds, had the episode, um, has suffers from anxiety and um, depression. And that's why every time he would say that he would be okay with, um, you know, know, know that he would make plans to come see me, he eventually would come up with an excuse why it can't happen. He would make work as an excuse. Work would always be the excuse. Wow. Um, he claims that he's in the entertainment business. He does different facets of entertainment, um, mostly things behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And um, that, you know, he would get last minute jobs and it's because of COVID that he was taking these jobs because he hadn't worked for however many months. So anytime something would come up, he would definitely, you know. And I and, and initially I would, you know, understanding because of the type of business he was in and the fact that COVID kind of like, you know, squashed everyone's work especially people that are in certain businesses like his which is you know entertainment Mm -hmm. but it was really not that it was really a you know like I said just delusional just like feeling like he really could make the leap to actually be in a relationship with someone knowing that he has mental illness that he can't get a handle on because like I said at almost 40 years old you know you're on meds why would you think it's okay to just jump off of meds at this age like you're delusional yeah. So, yeah. or, you know, I, I hear someone saying uh, he was probably embarrassed to be on medications and um, maybe that's why he stopped taking them. Cause you know, there's a big stigma in our communities. This is a black guy you're talking yes. about. Yes. Yeah. So, and I remember you mentioning there was some special concerns too with the mother that she was always over his place, but you and I concluded that she may have always been over there because he had mental health challenges. Exactly. And she probably was just making sure that he was taking his meds or wasn't falling into a depression that could, you know, lead to other things like suicide or something. I don't know. Yeah. So. Well, there's that guy. I called him the liar. Maybe that was a harsh term. Maybe he's the misrepresenter. Maybe that's a better way to to describe him. Do Mm -hmm. you guys still talk or communicate? No, funny, uh, funny you say that. Like I, um, 
went to Atlanta, which is where he's from. Um, no, I didn't go to see him. I have one of my best girlfriends lives up there. So I went to just hang out with her for a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I was up there, um, I reached out to him and told him I was in the area. And he um, wasn't actually in Atlanta. He was actually here in South Florida somewhere. But mm-hmm. he was coming back the day I was leaving. And he asked me, he, he begged me actually to stay um so that we could finally meet in person because we had only been talking over the phone and facetime so we had never actually met in person mm-hmm. um so yeah i went to see him um i actually was kind of like uh indifferent about hanging out with him but i, I was kind of curious because we talked for all these months without actually you know seeing each other in person and um i don't know i just didn't get that vibe of him like, I didn't get the same vibe I used to get when I really was, like, into talking to him and being with, and, and not even being with him, but wanting to be with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt like he was just looking into my face and just was telling me anything he think that I wanted to hear. Because I told him, I was like, um, I asked him, because I was just curious to see what his answer was going to be. I was like, um, are you interested in even trying to make this work? And he was like, yeah, I am. I said, yeah, but you got to stop, like, um, like, hiding from me and your situation like you gotta be honest and upfront, and um we gotta you know go back to where we were in the beginning which was communicating all the time mm-hmm. and he was like yes I want to make this work and he held my hand and looked right into my eyes and was like yeah no it's gonna be different yeah we spent that day together and then um I got to the airport and he texted me and asked me, did I get to the airport? And I was like, yeah. And then I never heard from him again. Wait, he, he asked you to take you to the airport? No, I took an Uber to the airport. We met in downtown Atlanta. And so we hung out for the day. Got it. And then I did leave the same day and he kept saying to me, why are you leaving? I thought maybe you was going to stay another day. And I was like, no, I got to get back home. I have stuff to do. My son has school tomorrow. No, I'm getting back home. He was like, no, stay. And I was like, no, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, because what I did was I rebooked my flight, but I only uh, rescheduled it from the morning to the last flight out at night. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this is the other part. When he was begging for me to stay, he was like, and I told him, I was like, no, I got to pay to um, book a new ticket. And he was like, don't worry about it. I'll give it to you. And uh, he never gave it to me. I, I even said that to him, like, before I got the Uber to leave, I was like, you know, you can just send me the money cash up. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to send it to you. He just like, like you said, he's a liar. And he was like, I'm going to send it to you. He never sent it to me. And then, like I said, he texted me when I got to the airport to ask me if I was good. And I was like, yes. And then after that, nothing. Like we texted a couple more times, never on the phone. That was on the phone. And then after that, he went to text me on Instagram, which he loves Instagram. Like that's his place, his like his favorite place to communicate. Mm-hmm. And then I texted him something. I don't even remember what it was, just something casual. And um, after that, like I waited and then I was like, okay, I never got my cash app. So then after that, he never responded to that. And I never actually communicated with him again. So he was a dub from the beginning. He was just a waste of time. Just like yeah. a yeah, he was a liar the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if he was really in South Florida. Do you think he was even... really in South Florida? Yeah, no, because when we met up, I had my suitcases and he had his. So mm. I don't know. Who knows? You're right. I don't know. I just don't damn know. <laughs> that boy, so damn out yeah. there. He might have, right. that suitcase might have been empty. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. 
Wow. I just, yeah, when I, once I finally met him, I was like, okay, this is never going to work. He's so immature. Like, we were sitting at the damn table. Okay, so we went to get some, so we meet up, we go to get something to eat. And he was having a nervous breakdown at the table because he was so hungry. Like, I felt like I was sitting across from my teenage son. And my son wouldn't even act like that at the freaking table about being hungry. He's like, oh my God, if they don't bring this food, I'm so hungry. And he just could not refocus. Like oh, he's a weird oh, He God, is a weird dope. He was making me nervous how how much of a a weirdo he was being at the table because he was hungry. I was like, I've never, I'm in my in my mind, I was like, I've never acted like this. And I am greedy as hell. I love to eat. Mm-hmm. So if I'm hungry, yes, I'm a little bit, you know, antsy or hangry because we all get hangry when we you know we haven't eaten but when I tell you this fool's hangry was on the next level I've never seen an adult man act like this about being hungry Mm. so in my mind I was like there's no way that I could be with him he's a weirdo yeah and I I wonder if a lot of the anxiety he was trying to disguise was really just anxiety over sitting across from you it sounds like to me he hides behind that Instagram he hides behind social media he does um, yep you know and it's he probably gets off so much confidence when he's texting you yeah when he's, um when, when, whether he's texting you by phone or texting you on IG he gets off all this confidence but when you talk to him he has absolutely none yeah it's probably anxiety provoking for him to to talk to someone he's a new person he's never met before mm-hmm. um, and and I wonder how his career and his job field, how that's going with all these mental health challenges that he has. I wonder if he's really, if the information he presented to you was factual information, things that have actually happened, or if he's just created this life for himself that he really wants to have, but he really doesn't have yet. Like, I don't know. Leaves a lot of things unanswered, but you said you guys are no longer talking, right? You put a- No, no, he is definitely um, cut from the team permanently. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm looking for an adult, man. I, uh, I've raised a son and I'm not trying to raise anyone's grown man. Mm-hmm. Well, I uh-huh. shouldn't say grown man. Anyone's, um, almost a man. Gotcha. So who else was on that previous? Well, I don't know if I want to say starting lineup. I think he was on the bench. You know, you were trying to, you were trying to make him a starter, but he just, he wasn't cutting it. So I, th- I think he was on the bench. Who else? No, he um he started out as a starter and then eventually oh. ended up on the bench. Oh, he definitely benched him. Yeah. yeah, then I benched him because that last lie was when he got benched. And I was like, I can't take him seriously at this point. Yeah. 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 Who else was in the starting lineup that you've benched before we go on to the new the new starting lineup? Um, there was definitely um brown eyes. Um Brown eyes. I met uh, while he was vacationing here. He lives up in, um, I guess you would say, the DMV area. And um, you know, he was hot and heavy, calling all the time and texting all the time and stuff. And then he went from that to like doing absolutely nothing. Like I don't hear from him at all. And initially, I was like, well, maybe he's busy because he claimed to be like an engineer and he has a firm and he this and he that. So um, I was like, well, maybe he's busy. So, you know, I would reach out to him when I wouldn't hear from him. And I noticed it became like a pattern. Every time I would reach out to him, he'd be like, hey, what's up, babe? What's going on? And like two seconds into the conversation, oh, let me call you back. And never calls back. Oh, my gosh. That is so whack. 
Yep. So whack. So I guess he either, either he must have really had someone to begin with and maybe they want a break when I met him or he recently met someone and he's focused on that one. But <clears throat> some of the things about him, he's the same age as me, he's in his forties, but um, I don't know. Some of the conversation he was giving me just lead me to believe that he's into younger women because he didn't believe he was so like shocked when I told him how old I was because you, you know me well enough. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I don't look my age. Um, and I guess he was kind of shocked about how old I was because he probably wasn't looking for a girl my age. Because I noticed with men that are in their 40s, if they're not okay with you being in your 40s, it's because they're looking for a young woman that they can, I wouldn't even call it mode, that they can actually control the situation. Yeah. Um, a young woman doesn't know it. A lot of times it's no, mm-hmm. a lot of the nuances of these grown ass men and a lot of the bullshit that they pull. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the things that they end up getting away with with a young woman, they can't get away with with a grown ass woman. Mm-hmm. So um, that was the initial kind of like flag for me. And then when he told me like about previous relationships, he told me like he was dating his younger girl. And he was like, oh, I don't think I want to date younger women anymore because, you know, she begged me for a Rolex. I bought her a Rolex and then she didn't want that Rolex. So she said that was like a starter Rolex. That's not the one she wanted. So she would, she, she kept nagging him until he took it back to the store and got her the one she wanted. And then he was like, you know, she didn't really want to pay for anything. He asked her to get groceries to cook for him. And she actually wanted him to pay for the groceries. She wouldn't even go to the store and like buy things without him having to give her money for it. But that's what happens when you're dealing with the young girls, these city girls, these younger women, what we call city girls, they don't want to pay for anything. City girls. Okay? Yeah, they don't want to pay for anything, you know? And they think that their body and their face is the prize. Like they don't want to bring nothing to the table. And sir, if you're into these little young women, that's what you're going to get. Mm. So how do you think he should have told you, okay, I'm I'm not interested or, hey, when I met you, you know, I was on something different, but it ain't that anymore. So, um, I, you know, how, how should he have explained it to you? What do you think? Um, I, you know what, I guess he, maybe he didn't need to explain it to me because what I have noticed with like new relationships, a lot of times people just disappear after a while. I mean, I've done it, so I don't know. But it was just like how he came on. It wasn't like he would call every once in a while. We were like, he would call me like six or seven o'clock in the morning when he got up. Like those are the times he wanted to talk. Mm, Yeah, that sounds like he had somebody. Anytime you're talking at six, seven o'clock in the morning, you're talking that early because you're pretending to be working out or at the gym or something or pretending to work on a work project or she's just sleep. Maybe she sleeps till nine, 10 o'clock in the morning and he knows Mm -hmm. he has that time to to be a bad boy. Yeah, but the, the part I don't understand is we don't live in the same city. So why were you investing so many, so much time into into a relationship you knew was going nowhere? Well, because maybe you were going to be his go-to when he came to South Florida. You met him here, right? Okay, yep, you're correct. Because fast forward, like I said, we stopped communicating on a regular basis. And then all of a sudden he reaches out to me and I was like, okay, he must be here because I mm-hmm. haven't heard from him. In a while, I actually was on the phone with my girlfriend when I got the text from him. I was like, oh, he must be here because I haven't heard from him in a while. And that's exactly what happened. He was here and he was like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, no. He was like, well, you want to have lunch? And I was like, sure. What time? And then he disappears for hours. And he was like, oh, my bad. I went on a run and I got busy with work. Um, and I was like, okay. 
another okay. liar. Another liar. Yep. Got busy with work. And then um, he says to me like some hours later, because I was like, okay, I thought something happened to you because you were missing for hours after you asked me about lunch. And he was like, oh, um, you know, then, he, okay, so that was that. So then he sends me a text in the evening and was like, why don't you come meet me for drinks? Because I have to go to dinner in a little bit. But why don't you meet me for drinks before I go to dinner? I told him, I was like, um, absolutely not. Um, where you're located, which is in downtown Miami, is a little ways from my home. And um, for me to come meet you for an hour and to drive an hour to meet you for an hour, it's just not worth it. So no, absolutely not. And he was like, okay. I was like, well, I don't know. I might be in the area because I was planning to like hang out with my girlfriends and we were going to have dinner close to where he was. Mm -hmm. So I was like, if I'm down there, I'll let you know. So, so the next morning, he texts me at like 7 a.m. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm dropping my son off to school. He was like, why don't you come here after you get done dropping him off? So this is when I had to pump the brakes on him. I was trying to be civil, but mm -hmm. the bumps had to listen. <laughs> the me had to come all the way out and let him know, don't play with me. I was like, basically, sir, um, I, I don't know how old, I don't know what kind of young women you're used to dealing with, but that stop, drop, and roll situation you trying to get me into, I don't do that. I said, you have a plan time and um, plan time and date for us to meet up. Well, then fine. You let me know. But other than that, I'm not about to just drop everything and just come running. I don't do that. Grown women don't do that. Mm. And he, he basically was like laughing. And I told him, I'm glad you find that funny. And then I guess when he realized I wasn't joking, he called me and he was like, my bad. I was only here for a day because I had some work and I was just trying to fit you in, blah, blah, blah. But next uh -huh. time when I come, I will definitely have a scheduled, you know, time for us to meet and, you know, and, and sit down and have dinner or whatever the case is. I was like, okay, because I don't know what kind of woman you used to deal with, but this one right here is very busy. I'm just as busy as you are. Mm -mm -mm. that's right girl mm -hmm. hold the line hold the line yep. so yep. set those limits mm -hmm. so I made and, that very clear mm -hmm. and you're right that's what he was used to dealing with mm -hmm. young girls who don't yeah. probably half of them don't have jobs you know exactly yeah because that's that's what that gave me when he kept just like oh come here this time oh just like come no who does that right. I have a home a child a business no absolutely not sir so needless to say, um, he is, he is, I don't even know. He's probably on the bench for right now, I guess, until he actually comes back to South Florida and actually decides to act like an adult man and not a 21 year old. Yeah. And invite um, you to dinner like right. you know, an actual dinner, not, Hey, mm -hmm. come have drinks with me before I go to dinner right. or let's meet for lunch and then disappear for hours. Right. Yeah, it sounds like he's juggling a, a, a lot of different, entertaining a lot of different women. Yeah, exactly. Um, this day and age could be men and women too, shit. You never know. <laughs> you never know, right. Mm -hmm. So he is definitely on the bench. And then there was another guy that I talked to for about a week and I realized that he and I were not a match because we argued every time we got on the phone. We disagreed <laughs> on things every time we got on the phone. I was like, this is we're not- gonna call, We're going to call him the angry guy. Yes, he is definitely very angry. Um, and it has nothing to do with me. He he probably needs to go sit on his sister's couch. He claims his sister is a psychiatrist. He may need to go sit on her couch. So did you guys hang out together or go out on a date at all? Uh, yeah, we did. Actually, the day we met, we um, actually ended up meeting up after we had our initial 
you know, hey, how are you kind of conversation situation. I initially thought he was funny and we were actually at um, a charity event and there was a cigar bar, like not too far from where the charity event was in the same building. So we went, so he invited me over to the cigar bar and we talked that, that night and kind of got to know each other a little bit. He seemed cool initially. Um, but then the following day, the red flag started coming up with him, like basically inviting me to, um, to a polo event. And, um, he invited me to the polo event the night we were sitting at the cigar bar. And then the following day, I didn't hear from him at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I had to reach out to him and I was like, Hey, and then like, Hey, I didn't get a response until late into the afternoon. He didn't men- mention anything about the polo event he had invited me to the night before. And it was just like, that was weird. And then mm-hmm. it went from that to we, we saw each, oh no, you know what? I'm skipping ahead. I might be skipping ahead. Mm-hmm. I am, I am. The polo event was that Saturday. I met him that Thursday. So that Friday, the charity event continued. So I saw him that Friday and um, he, 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 um, he was a golf participant at the charity event and I was working the event. And um, he said afterwards, he was like, oh, um, let me know what you're doing after. And I basically told him I still had to work the evening event for the charity event. So I was like, I don't know, you know, I'm going to probably be tired because it's been a long day for me because I hung out with him the first night for, for a very long time and I had to be up early. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're like, I called him before I got to the evening event just to tell him, you know, I don't think we're probably going to hang out after because I'm just tired. And he just kept saying to me by text message, oh, you're tired, huh? I, and I know you're really tired. I mean, yeah, you keep saying that you're tired. Yeah. He was like, you're old. You're old. Like, why are you so tired? And mm-hmm. I was super annoyed by that. I didn't tell him how old I was. He mm-hmm. and I are around the same age, but I never told him how old I was. Mm-hmm. So it was like, that annoyed me. No woman wants to be called old, even if she's 21, mm-hmm. she just wants and to be he, called old. And he knows that, that was, that right. was, you know, low key abusive, if you ask me. Right. Yeah. That was so like petty. Like how old are you again, sir? Right. Um. So that was my first, that was the one thing that annoyed me. And then I, like I said, the following day, which was a Saturday, he was supposed to, you know, we're supposed to do polo. Um. And it was a work event. So it was like, not like really where we're going to hang out, but he invited me because he wanted to have a beautiful woman on his shoulder, basically. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't hear from him. Like the whole day went by and I was like, didn't this guy invite me to pull? Like, I'm like confused right now. So I hit him in the, after, the, the morning actually, and he didn't hit me back until the evening. And he didn't mention anything about polo. Once we did meet up, which was that Monday, we met up for lunch. And I said to him, I was like, how do you invite someone somewhere and then never say anything? I was like, I wouldn't even mind if you'd have been like, you know what, plans change, not able to like, you know, extend the, um, the invitation to you anymore. Mm-hmm. Say mm-hmm. something. He was like, oh, you know what happened? I was like, when I was texting you Friday night, when I was saying all those things about being old and this and that, I actually, which, okay, I'm going to tell you, I know it was a lie because when I got on the phone with him Friday, he told me he was hanging out with a friend that just came into town, like out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. When I met with him for lunch on Monday, he says to me, he was hanging out with his sister and they ended up drinking a couple of bottles of wine. So he ended up sleeping in late and that's why I didn't hear from him till the afternoon. So he had two different stories for Friday night. So he didn't make it to polo. He does what that's what his claim was. I don't believe that that's really what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so I left it Damn, alone. What's up with all these lying ass mother yes. efforts? Right, that's South Florida, lying, lying capital, South Florida. 
Um, so then that was like the, you know, that was another little flag for me. And so the next day, no, during our um, lunch, he was like, oh, that he's recently divorced. He has a six-year-old son and the wife, the ex-wife does not see the son, but once a year. And I'm like, why would you think that's okay for him only to see his mom once a year? He was like, he doesn't want the wife to like, um, influence the son. The wife comes from a totally different culture. He's black. She's Brazilian. And, um, she didn't want the child, but they ended up having the child because the wife actually was way old. Well, I shouldn't say way, but she was five years older than him. So she was in her forties when she had this child and she never really wanted him. And he just has like a lot of issues, I think from past relationships that maybe that's why he's such a liar now. I don't know. Um, but during that conversation, I was like thinking to myself, why would you not want your child to have a relationship with the mom? Like, that's confusing to me. And you're saying that she's not you know actually abusive she's not a drug addict mm-hmm. and he was like oh he just didn't like the way the mom treated the son he was like when a son was a toddler she raised her voice and I'm like moms raise their voice at their children I mean it happens even toddlers sometimes and he was like no she didn't have any patience with him like I think I was a, I'm the better parent and he doesn't really have to have a relationship with her but then I was like thinking to myself this is a lot for like a new a new friendship yeah. I wouldn't even call it a new friendship for him to be telling me all of this so then we um we talk and he's like let's meet for dinner on Tuesday and I'm like okay we're meeting for dinner on Tuesday but during our conversation on my way to meet him for dinner on Tuesday we got we got into it he told me he didn't like the tone of the way I was talking to him and um I was like could you not hear in my voice that I was kidding when I said what I said he was like no maybe it's the way you said it to me and I was like I've never actually had a guy have an issue with me this early in a relationship Mm -hmm. I was like something is definitely wrong with him he's definitely triggered like he was really triggered then he said something to the effect of no woman's gonna tell him what to do like he's the king of his cat like little things like that and I was like he is Mm. definitely triggered He got control issues. Yes, he has control control issues. And that usually, uh, control issues are usually coupled with anger management issues. So the two go hand Mm -hmm. in hand. Well, that's exactly what I got from that because he really got angry. And um, I was like, are you sure you still want me to come for dinner? He was like, yeah, sure. And the next thing I know, he texts me and he's like, oh, I ordered already. I ordered for us already. I ordered um, spinach dip. And I'm like saying to myself, did I tell you why you finished that? Instead of you okay. asking what I'd like, you he ordering ordered for spinach us? dip because he wanted to eat spinach dip. Exactly. What the hell? I'm like, okay. What did he look like? Or what uh, does he look like? A cornball. <laughs> like, is he athletically built? No. Is he slim? No, is he he's slim. He's, he's slim with a little bit of a belly. Um, and then he expressed to me that he used to be fat before he was on the bigger side. He did show me a picture of him being on the bigger side, but, um, he's definitely out of shape. I really don't like out of shape men because Mm -hmm. I'm in great shape. Mm -hmm. So, and he is, uh, thin, but still has like a porky belly. He might, he might be a drinker though. So that might be his issue. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so he's been, you haven't been speaking to him, right? You basically cut him completely from the team. It sounds like. Yeah. He's cut from the team because then after we went out that Tuesday, um, I went on a date with a different guy that 
Wednesday or Thursday, I think it was. No, that Thursday night, I went on a date with a different guy and he was just such a breath of fresh air. And that's what prompted me to discontinue talking to this loser mm. with anger issues. Let me ask a quick question. These dates that you go on with these guys, are they taking you to, you know, nice places or where, where are you guys dining out when you go out on these dates? Um, yes, I would say not. Yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been to several nice places recently on the dates I've been on. The guy in Atlanta was no, the guy in Atlanta, that way he took me to eat was like, okay, it was like a little, little dive, basically. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, the guys here when I'm on dates, yeah, they definitely ends up taking me very nice places. Okay. The one with the anger issues, he has, he has a thing for chain restaurants because both of the restaurants we went to were chain restaurants and I'm not big on chain restaurants, especially when I'm trying to get to know a guy, keep the chain restaurants. Okay. For when you hang out with your boys. <laughs> Where'd y'all go? Um, the, the lunch date was P.F. Chang's and the P.F. Chang's. I would have told him, nah, I don't do P.F. Chang's. Yeah, okay. but it was for lunch. So I just kind of like went with it. Um, Got it. Yeah. But then the dinner date was at Houston's. So I'm like, please. Oh, and then while we were at Houston's, of course, I saw a couple of people I knew. There was a girl sitting next to him because we sat at the bar that I knew her. Mm-hmm. And he was like, she was being loud and <laughs> he was embarrassed to even be next to a black person that was acting like that. So he's one of those. <laughs> and we had like a lot of opposing views on how um, like people should be. He's definitely um, anti-black, although he's yeah, black. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a pro, a pro, I don't even know what to call him. I wouldn't call him a pro-Trumper, but he's definitely a pro for whatever that that uh definition of how white people think black he's that person Hmm. um and then like I saw a couple guys that I knew and so um I got up to go to the restroom and on my way back I stopped to talk to the guy that I thought he was with a group of friends I knew him I've known this guy for like 20 something years since he was like a kid and so of course I stopped to talk to him Mm -hmm. so we get I get back to the the table at the bar and he says to me so um, did you stop to say hi to your, your friend, that guy you, you know, that I saw you waving to? I was like, yeah, why? Mm-hmm. And what but did he say? He didn't say anything. But all I'm thinking to myself is we don't even know each other. Why are you so hung up on me stopping to talk to another guy? Right. So see, insecurities. All the He has the triad. Mm-hmm. He has the anger problems. The control problems and the insecurities. He Mm -hmm. has a triad of an abuser. And he he already said something that was, you know, could have been emotionally abusive, but was verbally abusive, calling you old repeatedly. Mm -hmm. You know, that's degrading and berating someone. So he probably, he sounds like he has abusive tendencies, man. I'm glad you cut him off. Yeah, I cut him off immediately. After I went on that really nice date on that Thursday with the DMV, because... Yeah, you I know mean, how I, we do it in the DMV. So right, the yeah. guys from the DMV area. Yeah, guys from the DMV now, they they, they got it. They definitely got it. Um, so <laughs> okay, look. ladies listening, if yeah. you're looking for Mr. Wright, go look in the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. Yes, because they really do have some really nice guys up there. Nice meaning like they know how to treat a woman. And I so, I discovered that way when I was 17 years old in the military. <laughs> the military, I discovered that. Ah, um, okay. And then uh, I actually, I was actually in a relationship with a uh, with a guy from the DMV. 
Mm -hmm. um, so so tell us about this date with the DMV dude. Okay, so DMV, he basically, so we met the end of last year in December. Um, he kind of disappeared after we met. Like we met like at a high-end apartment store. I was there with a girlfriend and um, we met that day while he was in there and um, hit it off. We ended up hanging out all day after the, like the department store meetup. Um, and it was fun. I just found him to be very much a breath of fresh air. Conversation was great. Just a cool person. And then he just disappeared. So um, I don't know. We reconnected after some months, found out some things about him that I was kind of like, okay, maybe this is why he kind of disappeared. Mm -hmm. We're not going to talk about that other stuff. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, it's, uh, so um, let's see. So we started like sporadically communicating and the sporadic communication turned into um, more of a um, regular, regular communication situation because we got on the same page. We're around the same age, um, expressed each other, what we were okay with, not okay with, you know, let me know what he was looking for. Definitely not what I'm looking for as far as relationship wise, but like I said, he was so cool when I initially met him. So I gave him a chance just to just kind of get to know him and more, I get to know him more. I love who he is as a person. So I think we all will always be friends. Mm -hmm. um so that led to us um making a plan to actually hang out for um dinner when he came to town and um that was that thursday like in the middle of meeting you know in the middle of going out to dinner and lunch with the weirdo with the uh with the guy with the anger issues mm -hmm. so this dmv guy was like look we're gonna have dinner at this place at this time mm -hmm. do you want to drive or would you like me to send you an uber oh yeah okay uh, okay Big ups um, to him. All right. And so I said, okay, I'll take the Uber. Why not? Um, so we hang out. We have such a great time. Let, let, me, let me stop you for a second to just say, okay. the Uber, the chariot, mm -hmm. that is mm -hmm. basically a don't drive, baby, because I know we're going to be drinking and kicking it. Mm -hmm. I don't want you driving. And you may not have to drive back home, but, but go ahead. So you guys, oh, yes, that's, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what that is. And that's a man, that's a man being a grown ass. That is a real man. That is a right. real man right there, baby. Exactly. So the Uber actually was an Uber XL. It was a very nice Uber at that. Okay. So it wasn't even a Boy, regular. got taste. Right. Got taste. <laughs> um, yes. you know, had fun hanging out. It was definitely another good night of us getting to know each other. And then that's when I really realized like, okay, this is why he was kind of like apprehensive about opening up because, you know, he has his business life and then he has his personal life and he likes to keep the two separate. Mm -hmm. um, so um, after hanging out with him, having such a great time, him being such a gentleman, opening the door, like telling me, you know, whatever I'd like to order on the menu is up to me. I, he doesn't even have to be interested in whatever it is I'm ordering. He was like, whatever you want, you just order what, what do you want, what, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. He um, basically told me a little bit more about himself. I told him a little bit more about me, realized how cool I was. I realized how cool he was. And I thought I was never going to see him again after that night because of the, you know, the way the first time I met him was, I was like, okay, he's probably one of those people, but he ended up not being one of those people. Like we have not stopped talking since that Whoa, day. whoa, whoa, whoa. You skipping very important, juicy details. So you guys had dinner, you kicked it at dinner. You were mm -hmm. hanging out, laughing, giggling, getting acquainted. Mm -hmm. Where'd you sleep that night? <laughs> mm 
Where'd you sleep, huh? huh? With him. Definitely did that. Um, Okay. All right. uh, So chemistry was there. Yeah, chemistry was definitely there. It was definitely there. So did you guys only sleep or did you get to know one another's bodies as well? Oh, um, we might have done a little bit of that too. (laughs) (laughs) We might have done a little bit of that too. Did you like how he made you feel? Yeah, actually, you know, I well, I mean, you know, women, we already know if we want to sleep with you or not. Yeah, yeah. So it was like the first time I seen him, I was like, mm, I could definitely see myself with him. So the <laughs> fact that he was so, like, so much of a gentleman, it just made it so easy yeah. for me to, you know, that was that. All to come down. That was foreplay. That was that yeah. emotional foreplay. Exactly. That, you know any woman with good sense requires. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, any woman um, with good sense. Right, with good sense. <laughs> I like that. Um, mm-hmm. So that was definitely fun, but I thought I was never going to see him again after that. Um, and of course he, he ordered a nice Uber XL to take me back to my place. Um, mm-hmm. He actually ordered breakfast for me before we left. We got up. He was like, would you like something to, to eat? You know, he's like, I don't have anything in my, in my uh, place, but um, you know, if you, if you're hungry, I'm, you know, I'll order breakfast. And I was like, yeah, sure. He, you know, made sure I had breakfast and then ordered another Uber Excel for me to get home. And like I said, I thought maybe I was going to hear from him because it was just kind of like initially things were kind of sporadic. It wasn't like we would talk every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we definitely weren't really talking on the phone. It was more of texting than anything. We FaceTime, I think once or twice, but mostly it was texting. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, after that, initial meeting you know it just turned into like texting all the time talking on facetime all the time mm-hmm. sending each other videos talking on instagram like just like consistency just turned into consistency immediately okay so i'm going to stop you right there because i want mm-hmm. folks you know we've been talking now for almost an hour and mm-hmm. um we'll do another session and you'll tell us how things are going with with dmv Mm-hmm. All right, Definitely. guys, we'll be right back. Thanks for calling, caller. Welcome. <laughs> so, guys, I just wanted to remind you about um, the ways you can follow me. Of course, if you're listening to this podcast and you know how to follow the Brain Love podcast, which I created May 2020, um, it's on iHeartRadio, it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Anchor, of course. Um, And then follow me on social media. On Facebook, I'm Dr. Delvina. That's D-R period space. D-E-L V as in Victor E-N-A. And on Instagram, I'm Dr. Delvina just as D-R D-E-L V as in Victor E-N-A. And I'm the same on Twitter as well as on Clubhouse. So if you're on Clubhouse, shoot me a follow. And I also have a YouTube channel that's Dr. Delvina Thomas. If you type in DR period space Delvina, D-E-L-V as in Victor, E-N-A, Thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S, you should easily find it. And really, if you're following me on Instagram, if you go to my bio and click the link tree that's there, it gives you all of my all of my different links. It gives you my website also, which is Dr. Delvina, D-R-D-E-L-V as in Victor, E-N-A dot help. That's H-E-L-P. And also, please start tuning in on Sunday mornings at 5 a.m. on 99 Jams, Community Matters. I'm a guest host with Supa Cindy. 
um, tune in. You can download the 99 Jams app um, from the App Store, and that way you don't have to get up and turn on your radio. You can just download the 99 Jams app. So give me a follow, subscribe, and thank you for your support. And if you have an advertisement for your company that you would like to play on my podcast, shoot me an email, hit me up, info, I-N-F-O, at Dr. Delvina, D-R-D-E-L-V-E-N-A dot help, H-E-L-P. All right, y'all, now I'm truly out. We're off the couch now. We're off the couch. It's the end of an episode. Thank you guys for joining me on my couch. It's been a pleasure. It's Dr. Delvina. Remember, every day you must have brain love. Balance. You can't have all work and no play, and you can't have all play and no work. Reframe. Reframe your negative thinking. Think positively. Avoid negative people. Inside, everything you need It's inside of you. Look inside yourself. Needs. Know your needs. Your needs come first, not everyone else's. Limitations. Limit your expectations of yourself. Ownership. Own your mistakes. Learn from them and move on. Vengeance is not yours. It's the Lord's. Express yourself. Every day, meaningful communication. Don't go to bed angry. And that's been my show, guys. Brain love.